Hi there, my name is Pamela and I breed British Shorthair Cats in Perth, Western Australia. I've been breeding and exhibiting my cats since 2004 and I'm even a cat show judge. I'm passionate about the cat fancy and I want to share my knowledge and experiences with you so that you can enjoy your hobby as much as I do. That's what the Cat Breeding for Beginners podcast is all about. In this series, I'm taking a moment to answer some of the most regular cat breeding questions I get asked every day. Hopefully the answers will help you too. I'm also covering some topics that are important to new cat breeders so that you can start out on the right foot. Some of the episodes are scripted and some of them are off the cuff. The audio is both good and bad. But the main thing is the information and I'm sharing it in whatever way I can with you in mind. Today's podcast might be a little bit rambly because I'm just going to talk on this topic and I don't really have a plan or ideas, but it's something I thought that you might be interested in. Um, It's just been Christmas and I'm sitting here drinking my coffee. Um, I woke up this morning and thought I might just record a podcast for you guys. And the topic I want to talk about is enrichment for your cats. Now, every time our family comes to visit, um, they want to see my cats. They want to see all my cats. They love seeing my kittens. We had the kittens out on Christmas Day. Everybody was sitting on the couch with the kitten each to pat and it was very cute. And then everybody wants to see the rest of the cats. And I take them out and we talk about the cats and we see the cats. And generally this will happen. Um, family will ask me just straight out bluntly. Other people when they come to see my cats will ask me in a pretty casual way. But they will want to know the same thing. Do you ever let them out? Do they ever come out of these pens? Do they ever get to go inside the house? Do they ever get to come out of here and do this and do that? Because they see my cats in a cage situation. And that's the way it is when you're breeding cats. Your cats will be in a cage situation. Now, I hear all the time, I do get messages from people saying, you know, my boy cat's doing this to my girl cat or my cats are doing this whatever and I had a, a lovely lady contacted me re- a couple of days ago actually she might blush when she hears this but she said that you know she her boy wasn't mating her girl her girl was in season and backing up to him and everything and he was like nah and I asked her where where they were and she said they were in the house and I said well then she said should I put them out in the enclosure and I said yes because your house will get peed on but um, she did. She put them out in the enclosure and I'm hoping that they might have been um, successful since they were in a more confined space. But when your cats live in enclosures and live outside in pens permanently, it does, um, the average pet purse, pet owner, the average family member don't really understand what that means. Um, and they feel that it's mean and that your cats should all be coming into um you know, coming into the house, coming in and being pets. But they're not pets, they're breeding cats. And that's really hard um, for them to make the distinction. For me, it's really easy. But the thing about it is that I'm okay with it because I provide them with a lot of enrichment. And enrichment is about providing an environment that's good for them. Providing an environment that keeps them happy, that keeps them um, feeling secure, feeling safe, an environment that has things that entertains them, an environment that has things that are going on, an environment that's just not boring, basically. And I do remember I've got a really old breeding book um, from, you know, from the 90s um, that has a picture of a cat in a cattery and he's just staring at nothing. And there's nothing for him to see and do. 
And I really don't like the idea of that. And I worked really hard to make sure that that's not a thing. In our old house where we used to have our cats on the back patio, it was a thing. And it used to, used to keep me up awake at night, you know, do my cats have a good life? Um, and so when we moved, it was really a focus for me to make sure that everybody was good. And they are. I have um, big, big pens for the outside cats. And the cats that we were looking at, when I got this, asked this question at Christmas, like I always get asked, this time it was my brother-in-law who always loves to come and see all of our cats because he and my sister-in-law own one of our cats. Um, and he said to me, he was looking at Bobby and Ralphie, and he said, do they ever get to come out of here? And I said, no. He said, don't they ever get to go in the barn, which is my fancy air-conditioned cattery? I said, well, they were in there. They've been in there for a long time because Bobby was grubby and needed to be kept clean. Um, and I said, they've been in there for a long time. But when I brought them out and put them in the outside pen, they went crazy. They were, Bobby was rubbing himself against the bricks. He was just loving it. They were just really excited to be back outside. That's where they like to be because there's lots of things for them to see and do. There's um, bandicoots that come at night and dig holes around their pens. There's birds. There's lots of trees around them. There's the other cats and the pens next to them that are always doing things. Um, there's lots for them to see and do, and they can actually see what we're doing. They can see into our house because we have big windows at the back. And they just really like it. It's open. It's got a lot of air. It's got a lot of space. I put toys in there. I put different levels of things for them to sit in, um, you know, if there's an old chair that I don't want anymore, it goes in there for them to have for a little while. If there's a cardboard box, it goes in there for a little while. There's things that come and go from their pens. Um, and they just really do like it out there. And no, they can't come in the house because if they came in the house, we would have to move out of the house because the house would stink that bad. They really, stud cats just, and maybe I just have particularly strong smelling stud cats, but I could not imagine any of them living in my house permanently. It would just be so stinky. Um, so I just try to make it as good as I can for them out there. And I've got catnip plants and they get a little bit of catnip every day, which they love and they come running for that. Um, they have, you know, different beds get moved around. Um, just anything I can do to make it more interesting for them. And the same with the barn cats. They have a TV on um, in there during the day. They have each other. They're close. They can see each other. They've got shelving to jump up on. They've got different levels to get onto. They get different toys all the time. When we go out there, we visit with them. Um, they get each. Um, they get time out in the barn itself. They can come out. They can run it to the top of the pins. There's stuff on the top of the pins for them to hang out in. I just try to make it as interesting as possible. Sometimes I play music for them. Um, they just have things to do and see. And it's cool because when the cats actually do come out in the barn, they go and visit all the other cats. And whether they like them or not, it's something interesting and different for them. And that's the thing. It's just about making things happen for them instead of them just being sitting there. And um, if you've done my stud cats course, my, my stud cats mini course, you'll understand what I mean when I say this. You know, I think sometimes people will get a stud cat and he will become the cat that's down the bottom of the garden in a cat pen and it, oh, we don't visit with him so much. We spend more time with our cats that are in the house and we spend more time with our kittens, but we don't go out and visit with our stud cat. And it's really important to do that. Don't let him be the forgotten cat at the end of the garden that only gets attention when he has to do a mating. Let him become part of the family too. Go out there, put a chair in his pen, sit with him. 
Now, if he's a sprayer, put the chair outside of his pen and take it in with you and take it out again because I've learned that the hard way when I've gone to sit down and it's been a puddle. Um, but yeah, go out and spend time with him. Give him things to do and see. Put things around him. I've got bird baths near my pens. I've got, um, you know, we encourage the bandicoots to come near their pens. We, we do everything we can to make it so that when we're not there, they still have interesting things to see and do. So think about ways that you can give your cats enrichment. I have a girl at the moment who's, um, she has, she's the only one that had kittens. I like to have them have kittens together in groups and she's the only one that got pregnant. So she's in there on her own and I feel really bad because even though she's got four kittens to look after, she would like company and she would like friendship. So I may move her and put her sister in with her once her kittens are a little bit older just so that she has a friend um, and has, you know, an, a more happier life. Uh, putting your cats together in groups can create... Um, can create a form of enrichment as well. Uh, that's why the solo stud cat at the end of the garden is a bit of a sad affair. But, you know, two stud cats living together in a pen at the end of the garden or three um, girls living together at the end of the garden, that's a different thing because they have each other. And they have each other to just be doing things around them and to be companions and to be someone to watch and look at and what's happening. Just anything you can do to make their life a little bit more interesting. So if you have cats that are living in a pen situation and people come over and say to you, don't they ever get to come out? Don't feel bad. Just remember that there's a lot you can do to give them a really wonderful life and they are so safe and secure there. We live in an environment here in Australia. I mean, we have snakes on our property. I know we have snakes on our property because I have seen snakes on our property. Um, my outside pens are all raised up on... Um, on wooden bases so that that will stop the snakes from being able to get in through the mesh uh, so they're safe in that regard but there's a lot of other things in our environment that are very very dangerous to cats and there's also cats are very dangerous to a lot of things in our environment we have little baby bandicoots that run around and I can just imagine my cats would just get them so they do need to be enclosed, whether they're enclosed in my house or enclosed in pens outside. My cats are always going to be enclosed. And cats in the house need enrichment too. If you feel like, um, you know, there's not enough going on, leave the TV on for them. Make sure that they can see out of the windows. Make sure that they've got, you know, companionship and friendship and they, they can see what's going on as well. Because it's important for all cats to have in, uh, enrichment. Um, so that's just a bit of a rambling uh, podcast today about something that's important to me. I'd love to hear what ideas you've done to create enrichment for your cats. Maybe there's something that you're doing that I can do for mine. You know, I'd be really excited to hear some new ideas. If you'd like to leave a comment on whatever platform you're watching this on, or you can pop over to my Instagram or my Facebook page and maybe um, message me or, or um, pop a comment on one of my posts there. I'd really love to hear um, what you're doing and see if there's something that I can learn from you guys. That'd be really cool. And then I can share it with everybody else. So it's been great talking to you today. It's, um, I hope you had a Merry Christmas. And um, thank you. I'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to the Cat Breeding for Beginners podcast. Make sure you visit my website at catbreedingforbeginners.com for lots more information. You can sign up to my email list and stay tuned as my Cat Breeding 101 online course is coming soon.